¿Qué onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Dada, I love it. Open your hearts, loosen your butts, it's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hey everyone, welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. And I am Andy. And we are a real life couple, a real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we bring you the best sets from our used to be live show in the before times. We'll be live show again in the after times. Where comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. And this is one of those times. We got some sets from our last live show before the quar. Yeah, and the before times. So, Naomi, though, yeah. before we get to uh, to some it. of these sets, uh, hey, sister. I gotta say, what a harrowing week you've had. Well, okay, okay, you're accurate. You're correct. You guys, I really went through something that I didn't know uh, I would have to go through in life. I was walking the dog. I was walking Maybelline. Mabel, Miss Mabel. Her little like six o'clock walk. And that walk though, you know the thing about that later walk is like more people are out. Like mm. it is a little bit, the streets, you know, like it's kind of a cool, it's cool. We're getting into evening, people are out. So I'm walking. It's six o'clock in Los Angeles. People can't wait to take their little Dalmatians out. People love a golden hour moment. And so I'm walking her, Andy. And then like, you know, we're all masked up. At least people in our, in our neighborhood are living the mask life. Most. Most, yeah. But so like people are masked up, but then I kind of feel like people are looking at me. At some point, like, I want to say at this point. Were they looking at a cool mask that your mom made? Well, see, that's the thing. My mom made cool masks. So I was like, maybe they're feeling my fashions. Um, Mine, but- she made me one. Uh, uh, I don't know why I chose it, but she like, <laughs> hey, which, which of these do you want? And uh, it had like the original Star Trek characters on it, like the from the animated series, which uh, <laughs> when I was a kid was on Nickelodeon. And uh, I never really liked Star Trek beyond uh, the next generation. But I'm like, yeah, that one. So now I'm walking out there <laughs> as if I'm a proud Trekkie. I also think it's so funny that there's fabric for that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, my mom is not a Trekkie. So where was she? Probably like Joanne's fabric. And found <laughs> like Star Trek fabric. So I'm walking around masked up. And this is like maybe 15, 20 minutes into the walk. Like we're about to head back home. And I know people looking at me and then like, you know, it was a little windy, a little breeze. And I was like, oh, a breeze. And I like touch my chest and I realized you guys, part of why I felt that breeze is because my right titty was out. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because I was wearing this like button down and it's like a thin button down with like little buttons. And I feel like I hadn't, like I vaguely remember like 
having that trouble with that blouse in the past blouse it's like a top whatever and then and so i maybe i forgot but i'm and i literally like i'm like oh i know exactly the moment it happened it was like a moment where i was picking up mabel's poop and she was pulling me to keep going and a breast just popped out honey and it pops out and then the rest of the and y'all I have never been so grateful for a mask in all my life. I said, hide my identity. Like a wonderful Jack in the Box. <laughs> wonderful Jack. Like Most- a beautiful, erotic, <laughs> or life-giving Jack-, Jack in the Box. It was so embarrassing. But like at the same time, again, like I didn't notice it until later. And then I'm like trying to just button it back up. And then, of course, Mabel wants to keep walking. And I'm like, Mabel, we got to stop right now. So then I feel like, not only is my titty out, but now I look like some weird woman like futzing with her breasts as her dog like whimpers to keep walking and well, maybe I, you were maybe they thought you were just checking your, you were um you know killing two birds with one stone you're taking Mabel for a walk maybe i'll check for lumps what i'm doing yes 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 a mammogram and a walk <laughs> with Mabel. but it was like the words but it was literally the first time in my life i was like honestly a mask is the greatest gift we could have right now yeah sometimes anonymity whether you are overthrowing a government or your titty pops out I really hated saying that word, but I was just following I, your for lead. For some reason, I think the word titty is so funny. So that's like why I say it. You know, and I, was just, and I just kept yelling at I just kept yelling at India. I was like, mask on, titty out. When I came home, I was it like, just mask feel, on, titty out. It feels wrong coming out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, your breast. <laughs> so that's what I went through, you guys. How was your week? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do love Julie Klausner, but this is not, wasn't that her podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your week? But this is not that. This is couples therapy. Hey, before we get to the sets, yeah. Naomi, a little bit of housekeeping. Number yeah. one on that housekeeping list is our Twitch show. In the Quar, every week at 2 p.m. PST on Wednesdays, we are delivering to you for free a live show straight from our couch. Some t- Half the month, it's me and Andy. Half the month, it's me and Andy with guests. Um, and this Wednesday... We have got the wonderful Joe Firestone and Mike Desenzo. Yes, you might remember them from uh, December. Yeah, and we also have Will Miles and Julia Rossi, who, who have gone through some yeah. changes since yes. they were last on the show. Um, so that'll be super fun. If you just want to go to twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod, you just sign right in and you can watch. It's an hour. We have fun. I feel like we're a real community. We're the CTQC, which is the couples therapy quarantine crew. And we kind of get together as a community and we lull. We really, we end up developing a lot of products, I believe. Uh, we develop (laughs) a lot of television shows and movies. Like literally we'll say something and then somebody in the chat will be like, here is the kicker. And we're like, that's the best part. Oh, Uh, yeah. One of the most fun parts of the Twitch show is uh, getting to interact with the CTQC. And uh, I love it. Uh, Also, two things. If you have disposable income only. Yeah, I mean, honestly, no pressure, no pressure. We love you. And you want to help support. Number one, at CouplesTherapy.MerchNow.com, you can get t-shirts. We've got two new t-shirt designs. Very psyched about them. MerchNow uh, is back to having a skeleton crew at their factories to churn out the t-shirts factories, right? That's where t-shirts come from for uh, indie rock bands and podcasts. But uh, go to CouplesTherapy.MerchNow.com and get t-shirts there. Also, we have a Patreon. All right, on the Patreon. So much bonus material. Ooh, you get right. so much, baby. You get two extra bonus episodes a month of just me and Naomi. I think at this point, we're basically, because we're not experiencing anything new. 
We are diving into our past. We are dissecting our romance. We are reading G-chats from the early days <laughs> from our courtship. Honestly, worth the price of admission. Dramatically. Plus, we put up all the audio from the Twitch shows as podcasts. Right. So if you're like working from home and you're like, I cannot do this at 2 p.m. I cannot do this at 5 p.m. You know what? If you're a Patreon, you still get it. And that is only $5 a month to be part of that team and get all that content. And you can go to... Patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. I think that's it for the housekeeping. Yeah, why don't we dive into the sets? Why don't we start with our own set? You know what I, I think feel like good. that set the table for the rest of the evening. Honestly, you're correct. We have to start with we're taking you through the show as it happened, okay? So starting with our set as it happened, it's really, you know, you guys, um A if, sequel. Look, exactly. hey, we're here in Hollywood, sequels are big. Um, if you have listened to the show uh, over time, you know that Andy and I had a harrowing incident on a JetBlue flight. 359 to and Burbank you know back what? in December. And you know what? In March, I took the same JetBlue <laughs> flight 359 and shit got real. Hey, you know what? We're turning this into risk. And now, <laughs> So here, here you go and enjoy the story from the skies. Roll it. Our relationship, for those who don't know, we are betrothed. We are betrothed, yes. March 11th, next week, marks 10 magical years. Can you imagine? We are in our third term, baby. Would you have expected this? This small, Jewish, Never. white man? Never. This goddess? No. Love is blind, okay? <laughs> Which is what I've been watching all day today. I hadn't seen it, and I've, I just started today, and then it was just so funny, because he just like, so you're not leaving the couch? And I was like, I am hooked! I'm so hooked for the culture. Can you, I can't wait for your hair to go all gray, so, oh. you, can, so you can be Storm, a true goddess. Thank you so much. A true goddess. He wants me to be a comic book goddess, as portrayed by Halle Berry. That's so, what you want in life. You want a man to see you on your worst day and be like, you could be Halle Berry. That's love, that's real. Yes, okay, so this is the dynamic. Naomi spent all day watching Love is Blind on the couch, and in the other room, I read comic books and watched Castlevania. So that is what this is. <laughs> well, you have to say, Castlevania is an, is an anime, correct? On Netflix. You just gotta tell them, don't assume they know what Castlevania is. <laughs> we in like an East Hollywood Silver Lake Junction, okay? By Warren they Ellis? They may not. It's, it's written by Warren Ellis, comic book writer Warren Ellis of... Transmetropolitan? Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! You're too much. This is a you crowd, Naomi. <laughs> it's okay, Yindi. They're open to you. Hi, everyone. That's the dynamic. Yes, get in there. Really connect. I'm really, no, I'm just doing some... It's hard. You got to connect. Deep bends. You got to... Oh, my God. I know. A deep... You know sometimes you feel like when you're like, I don't know where I am and I'm like feeling weird? Do you ever just like fucking lunge to get present? Does that anyone else do that? Like sometimes I do that. Sometimes if I have to pee, I'll hold it just to give myself urgency to just go forward. I understand the need for a deep bend. Andy and I were apart. Like, I got home. Part of why I stayed in on the couch today is because I was in New York last week and I got in Thursday night. And then Friday was kind of crazy, so I feel like Saturday today was my rest and recuperation, okay? That was my journey. Especially because my flight was crazy, Andrew. Yeah. I'm out of sorts. I woke up at, like, three in the morning, convinced I had coronavirus. It's like, you and cannot, like, you cannot love a Jewish man in these times, okay? He's cannot, did you say cannot? You are already naturally on edge, bitch. 
Now we got a goddamn virus in these streets? I have to worry about humans coming for me, and now I have to worry about microbes? I know. That's what happens when you're chosen. <laughs> little microbes. I'm sure that in their mitochondria, they've got little swastikas etched on there. Andy, my God. I got a target on my back, everyone. <laughs> you're so stupid. True, true. I love you deeply. Mm. So let me tell you, because, okay, can I tell them about the flight and how it was cray cray banana? Oh my, okay. Can I set the scene one? You must. Uh, if, you, if you don't listen to the show or you haven't been here in a while, um, when Naomi and I came back from New York from the holidays, we took flight 359, JetBlue, to Burbank. You okay? gotta come back into Burbank, babe. If you are like, like after the end when you just want to get fucking home, don't be fucking with LAX. You better get your ass back to Burbank. That's like a baby airport. It's like a little, like if somebody made an airport set, it would be the Burbank airport. It's got a Guy Fieri burger joint. And the like, saddest burger joint you've ever seen. It has the vibe of like a small town ravaged by opioid addiction. It is really sad. Andy said that because when we were leaving at 8 a.m., there were people drinking Bloody Marys. And he was so judgy. And I was like, Andy, sometimes you at the Burbank airport and you need something to get through. You need a little Bloody Mary in the morning. Do you call it Bloody Mary? It was like just shots of scotch straight. Is oh. that what you call Bloody Mary? Okay, fair, fair. I think I thought it was a Bloody Mary, but now looking back, it was brown in color. You're correct. You're correct. Um, but on the way back, someone on the plane shit all over the floor of the bathroom. Yeah. And then our dog got blamed. All right, well, because of because the reason why we know someone shit is because we went in there with the dog. I we thought maybe the dog needed to relieve herself. It Her was, name's Mabel. She's very sweet. We had wee wee pads. This is also our first time traveling with the dog, so we were like a little more on edge. You know I mean, every little thing. I was like, is she comfortable? Does she have to put? Like I was very like that. And then Andy went in there to indulge my neuroses, only to discover that there was shit everywhere. I alerted one of the um, flight attendants. She, she immediately thought it was us. Everyone on the plane thought it was Everyone us. Everyone thought it was us. So already, Flight 359, JetBlue to Burbank, cursed for us. Yes. All right? Truly, truly sick. Scene set. Okay, great. So... Again, so I'm dealing with this. I'm already in that PTSD. I'm already nervous getting on JetBlue Flight 359, okay? I was like, I hope it's not the same flight attendant. I hope it's a clean slate. You know what I mean? I'm, so I get on. And Tell it, sister. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> and then, and so I'm on the flight, and uh, it was honestly feeling kind of good. It was, I, I do my window, love to lean. And there was a lady in the aisle, no one between us. So literally we start off and we're like, we lucked out. We were like sisters in bleach wipes, you know what I mean? Because I was bleaching everything and then she came on and she was like, do you have more? And I go, girl, you know I do. And then that's how we started, but not too much talking, we left it there. And so then, so then like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there watching some silly movie and someone keeps kicking my seat and even through my headphones, I hear like arguing behind me. And like, I kind of steal back. Cause you know when someone kicks your seat, you want to look back and decide Okay, is it dangerous for me to stand my own ground? You know what I mean? Like, is it dangerous to have my boundaries? So I turned back, and just like out of the half turn, I saw it was an older black man. Uh -huh. And I said, you How know old? what? Man, he was giving me like Ernie Hudson vibes. You know what I mean? So like 60s. Er so Ernie Hudson now. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Current, yeah, yeah. Not like um, Ghostbusters 1. Right. Yeah. And so I was like 60s. And so I kind of looked aside and said, you know what, honey? That old black man has been through enough. I'm going to let him kick my seat. <laughs> So I didn't say shit. Wise. I, I ain't trying to fight in an enclosed, honey, when we're in the air, uh -huh. that's sky law. Anything goes. I don't want to get involved. 
and this is why, okay? Are there marshals still on planes? I wish. I don't think it's possible for them to be on every plane. What do you think? No, I'm, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, remember it was like right after 9-11. I'm really bringing up lots of great things here. Yep. Coronavirus, 9-11. Remember right after there was a marshal on every, a secret marshal on every plane? Did they just like phase that out? They're like, eh, we don't have to pay that. They anymore. had to. Those marshals might get deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> they can't be on every plane. That's just a fact. Do you remember in The Fugitive when Tommy Lee Jones was worried about deep vein thrombosis? That's my favorite part of The Fugitive. I was worried about DVT. Uh, so, okay, so the thing is, like, JetBlue, the flights to Burbank, you don't get all the movie options, but you still get that direct TV. So you know what I'm watching? Investigation Discovery. So I'm sitting up in there watching, like, my murder story, and I'm hearing, like, arguing behind me, but I can't really, like, right behind me again, the kicking, and I can't hear, but, like, and I can't figure out the dynamic. I can't figure out if it's, like, two strangers on a plane who just then got into some shit, or if they know each other because, okay, again, so I know there's an older black woman, I hear older I black do, man. Older black man, thank you. But then I hear the vocal. What do you? What do you? What am I trying to say? I do the vocal sort of like, fry. No, not the vocal fry. But it's like I did a vocal. Um, I don't know the other word. The judgment. Um, basically, I could tell it was a white lady. That's my point. And so <laughs> I could hear. You like go, you could you have Shazam in your head for white lady voice. Exactly. Exactly. But she sounds like a little older. Like she doesn't sound like she's no pushover. Okay, she's not. She's not like a Karen. She's not coming through like upset because of noise. You know what I mean? Like she's about to cut a bitch, and I hear this where she keeps saying to the guy, the older black guy, she's like, she's like, be quiet and calm down. Okay, you're acting like a child, and you need to calm down. You just need to keep it together. And so this is all happening, and then me and the lady, we give you, like the woman sitting next to me, we both like take out one earbud. <laughs> we each take out a fucking earbud, and we're like, go on. Did you look at each other? Yes. We fucking you looked. You gave each other the look. Yes, it was like, duh. And that's so we, my, that's, for, that's reserved just for me, Naomi. When we see uh, things in public that are crazy, you and I look at each other. You like weren't there. I was on JetBlue 359. <laughs> I had to make a fucking friend. And so then we take out a butt, and then they start going, and then she, he's like, and then the man starts going like, you took it, you took it, where is it? So they go, they've been going at it, at this point it's like 30 minutes, and then at one point she's like, give me my money, you owe me my money, and I will fight you for my money. You think I'm not gonna fight? I was like, okay, now I know they're not strangers. So then she goes, and then finally, obviously, um, a flight attendant comes over and it's like, this has to stop. Don't you love when a flight attendant is like a kindergarten teacher? Like everybody's unruly and he's like, this has to stop. Not what's wrong, this has to stop. Did he bring over a little like juices with the little straws? He knew they couldn't handle that responsibility. <laughs> there was no juice. And then he goes, and then he's like, and then he goes, um, what's going on here? And the man, he's like, she stole my boot. She stole my boot and she has my boot and I am looking for somebody to help me find my boot. Okay. <laughs> Remember we're 30,000 miles in the air. If there's a boot, it couldn't have gone far. Can you, can you imagine being so blasé about air travel at this point that you're just screaming? Uh, remember like 100 years ago when it was new yeah. and you're just like marveling at the fact that you're 30,000 right. feet you're in, in the, the clouds, air, right? And now you're just screaming at your whoever about a boot. Well, so this is the whole thing. So then finally, and he's like, and then the, the flight hand's like, sir, if you don't calm, if you guys don't resolve this, I'm gonna have to call the police and they will have to escort you off the plane when we get off the ground. And the man was like, yes, call them. I am pressing charges. She stole my boots. They were $1,200 boots. So now I wanna see the boots because- <laughs> Yeah, wait, what kind of boots are we talking Honey, about? Honey, okay, let me tell you, okay? Cause let me tell you what I got from him. 
Okay, I told you it was like an Ernie Hudson like a, a profile. However, when he he's like a six foot five, lanky, sixty four year old black man. I know he's sixty four because the woman goes, he's sixty four years old and he's acting like a child. And then the flight attendant is like, "Are you two married?" She goes, "No, I couldn't be married to him." Okay. Then when the flight attendant separates them and puts him at the back of the plane, like it was, children. Truly like children, you can't be trusted. The best part, she separates him, and he's like, well, where's my boot? And he's like, sir, just go to the back. So he's hobbling on one boot to the back of the plane. And then the flight attendant leans into the lady, and he goes, did you take the boot? Like, it was so like, and then she was like, no, I didn't take it. He's not on his medication, and he's just off the rails. So now we have another curveball. And then... What kind of medication are we talking about? We don't fucking know on JetBlue 359. Are we talking heart medication? Are we talking Prozac? Girl, that's the question. Because then the flight attendant was like, then the flight attendant was like, okay, well, if he's gonna, like, do we need to get an escort for you guys? And she, and then she says, she goes, she's like, we're divorced. Okay. So, thank you. What y'all doing flying together? Sitting next to each other. And that's why she was yelling about her money. Okay? And so then he goes, and so then the flight attendant's like, he's like, the flight attendant's like, well, do you think something's gonna happen? And she goes, you know what? He could react violently. So then the flight attendant's like, well, then I'm going to have to tell the captain to alert the police. So I'm like, we sitting here, and again, me and my girl, we like, duh, and then we put our head on the table. But like, we wanna know what's happening. So then literally, we, let, we finally land, and everyone has to sit down. And like, mo the thing is like, he's not yelling loud enough, so only kind of the surrounding few seats know what's happening. And so everyone's like, why can't we get up? You know, people getting fucking restless, you know what I mean, stressing out. And then, and then the police don't come on. I thought the police were gonna come on. Like on a TV show. Yes, I thought it was gonna be like very fucking Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> but instead, the flight was just like, y'all go to the door. So I see him, he's like six foot four, lanky black man wearing a cowboy hat, a leather coat. I'm assuming it was a cowboy boot that was lost <laughs> with some sort of animal skin. And then he gets off, and then she gets off. Did he have a, a cow skull with him, with the horns? Honestly, it could have been in his bag, Andy. The man was on edge. It could have been a human skull. And then they get off the plane, and then it was so funny. So then we turn, I turn back, so the people sitting behind them, right? They're the other people who witnessed it. The girl is like a young white woman, a young white woman. She pulls off her face mask and she goes, she literally goes, she goes his boot is under his seat. <laughs> Holy shit! She was like, it's under his seat. And so, like, so, and I was like, girl, 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 girl. Like, it was like, we almost fell out. <laughs> what did she know? That's the, when did that white woman know? That's the question I have. She let She wanted to engineer drama. She was <laughs> bored on the plane. <laughs> and she wanted to turn it into her own personal reality show. Because I was also like, don't be calling cops on an old black man. He been through enough. I let him kick my seat. Don't just be letting the cops be called. If you know where that damn boot is, bitch, tell people about the boot. And so she didn't say anything. So then as I'm getting off the plane, I go to the, the flight attendant who was the, I go, the boot's under the seat. And he goes, okay. And like, he's like so over it, he can't. And then they're both being questioned separately by cops. And then sh the woman, she parts away and she kind of, we catch eyes. And she's like, oh, you know, and I was like, girl, you good? Cause it's like, it's like, this is not a safe relationship. And she goes, well, my husband's being crazy. And I would go, girl, you said you was divorced like an hour ago. This is the problem. Y'all don't know how to quit each other. And I was like, the boot is under the seat. And then she goes, 
Jesus Christ! And then the cop looks, and the cop's like, what are you screaming for? And he's like, she says the boot's under the seat! Now I'm a goddamn material witness, law and order style. Did they get your phone number? I, I kept wa- walking, bitch. Because I knew you were coming. I said, meet me on the tarmac. I don't want to get killed. And I just kept walking. But it was like so fucking wild for this. They lost their minds for a solid two hours. For his, it was, well, how could she steal a damn boot on the plane? Where was the boot? The boot couldn't have gone anywhere. And he was like, she needed a U.S. Marshal on there. You're right. To we ask need, the right questions. We needed a fucking U.S. Marshal. Because he was literally like, I'm going to press charges for my boot. My tw- These are $1,200 boots. Tell me where $1,200 boots on a plane. You know you got to take them off to go through security. He's a black cowboy. He has $1,200 boots, Naomi. You're correct. He was a very serious black cowboy. And then I will say, in Waiting for Andy, I did, I did see the conclusion. No one got hurt. He walked off with two boots on <laughs> and got into, like, a car. And then she got escorted by a cop. And I think she and the cop might fall in love. Because <laughs> he was literally, like, giving her a small of the back guidance. Hello, women know. I love how like, that cop gave her a small of the back. He was like, here. You know what I mean? So, By the way, picking someone up at the Burbank airport, a dream. You got to do that shit. You got to do it. You got to tell people. Do not. If somebody tries to come to LAX, that is a terrorist act to make you go there. Is that aggressive in trying times? Sorry. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show. And I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. Friendos, can you believe I survived that? Literally, I said someone's going to die. I thought I would be an expert witness. I did not know what was going to happen. Um, It was insanity. Speaking of insanity... I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. A- and well, also, a, also a story about the skies in a also way. Also a story about well, the skies. land before you get into the skies. A better segue. You guys. <laughs> Speaking of the skies, we got two people who met at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, much like you and I did, Naomi. Yes. I actually think both of our duos are UCB duos. Wow. That And they're like couples. Yes. So uh, this is a real, lo- this is a real UCB lovers episode. And I would say one of them founded. <laughs> That is a the fact. very theater in which we met. That is a fact. The fact on that, you guys. This first live set from our March show at the Virgil is coming to you from Matt Besser and Danielle Schneider. They are actors. They are improvisers. They are a married couple. Danielle co-hosts the podcast Bitch Sesh. Matt Besser hosts the podcast Improv for Humans. Danielle also co-created the Hulu show The Hot Wives, which I lol at. So you guys, this is a couple who is full of the good stuff. That's what I say, full of the good stuff. That's what I say when someone's funny, Andy. I say they're full of the good I stuff. I say that about uh, Oreos. Roll it. Hey, everybody. Hi there. I feel weird having my purse on stage. I feel like I'm in Golden Girls. I left mine over there. So uh, we've been a couple for a we beat everybody here. I yeah, think. Tw- 20 years? At least, yeah. yeah. Some people here aren't even 20 years old. I know. We could have given birth to you. Yeah. 
Because we fucked the first day we met. <laughs> we fucked. Uh, so we bookend. We they started with a story about being on an airplane, and that, mm-hmm. that's pretty much. We we have a lot of airport. Yeah. Airplane traveling stories. Yeah, we do. This is why. I think <laughs> I think all couples before you get married or really commit to to long term, you should test yourself by traveling. I think foreign travel is even better. Yeah. Have a culture shock. Test yourself with that. You know. He doesn't do well. No, I don't. <laughs> Actually, before uh, I was when I went out with Danielle, I went out with a woman. What? Uh, we went. Yeah, not many. <laughs> We went to Europe. I'm just hearing about this. <laughs> we went to Europe, and she uh, ditched me in Europe, and she literally ditched me. Yeah, you always I talk about that. I turned around, and I was like, where'd she go? I feel like now every time I go to the bathroom in the airport, he's like, oh, come back. <laughs> like, I will. We have a kid. That's the only reason <laughs> that I had a kid. <laughs> I so- told you we fucked. <laughs> Once. So... Tonight. <laughs> so so anyway, I think I have a very how do I say it? Angry. Angry personality. <laughs> um, I I like to take. Uh, I'm a narcissist. I'm a control freak. What else can we say? Uh, yeah. But, but I like to. I'm trying to find a positive part of it. Uh, when the apocalypse goes down, he's, I'll be the leader. He, I always say I'm with him for the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> because when the it, shit goes down, like he's going to build a fire. Okay, yeah. So this is how that applies in airports. You know when everybody starts to stand up before they're supposed to? He goes fucking crazy. He's like, I'll tell him to sit down. He'll literally be like, oh, are you in first class? Are you in seating A? Oh, no. Children? Then shit the fuck down. He literally And if they're goes standing crazy. right there when it's my turn. If they're like blocking the entrance. My elbows are out. He really, he shoves them. He shoves them. It's and justice, folks. Yeah. But you want to know the great thing? In the airport, she doesn't have a problem with I don't. You, like, I'm a very friendly person. I'm a people pleaser. She's I want great. everybody to like me, everybody especially you. And, and people do. They do. I'm great. Yeah. But, um, but, and, and so, so, so in like the world, like in a restaurant with waitresses, because I waitressed for 10 years, like mm-hmm. I'm like, just be cool. Their, their story did remind me of the time you sent back the fat asparagus, though, but yes, we won't that's go there. A, that's in a whole other... I think asparagus should be thin. Yeah, I've never seen it. And if you give me a fat asparagus, I will slap you across the face with it because it's disgusting. It's like eating tree meat. And it's inappropriate. But anyway, that's Vegetarians think tree meat's a good thing. (laughs) No. Meat should only be from an animal. Now... I, I will say, but I'm like amazing in a, in, a, in a restaurant. Like I'm just always like, let's not get anybody mad. Okay. But for You're some more reason, patient with the world. Yes. In general. Yes. I'm outside great. an airport. But in an airport, th- it's Westworld rules. Like I'm just like I don't give a fuck. LAX referenced earlier. Yes. That the, <laughs> people act like 
fucking animals. Yes. Everywhere, but especially there in JFK. So at the airport, we're like a fucking tag team. Like if you come for him, you come for me. And if you come yeah. for me, you come for him. Yeah. And I look small, but I will punch you in the face. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll, let me give one more example. It always happens at the airport. And like, she'll give me this one. She wouldn't yes. give me this outside airport. No. But you know when you get there at like 5 a.m., like really early, you're the first ones there, and people are starting to uh, line up for like Starbucks or something. And and there's the this is like the thoroughfare, right? And people are lining up like this across the thoroughfare. They can line up along the wall and not block anybody. Once again, it's 5 a.m., no one's there. They're going across and blocking everyone. I'm the guy who will say, everyone, let's bend the line around. Let's bend the line around. And everybody looks at me looking for a badge or yes. something. And I'm like, listen to him. We're not doing this for us. All right, everybody, bend it around. And everyone's like, does he work here? Is he a pilot? He's just some fucking guy yelling at us. But I'm for it. I love yeah, it. because they're acting it, like animals. It gets me horny. Like, with this power that he suddenly wields in an airport over tired weirdos, I'm always like, yeah! <laughs> and I'm being a hero, because if I wasn't there, you guys would be blocked by that line. You'd be blocked yeah. by that Starbucks line going, I can't get to my airplane. It's the only line. time I'm like, he is a hero. I'm a hero. <laughs> so, here's a couple of moments where it's melted down yeah okay it which one should we way. start with um oh uh the what oh this is a simple when you fall oh i fell down uh, we were running to catch our flight we were in santa fe it was cold it was and like our flight it couldn't have been santa fe because that airport's like it five was, feet no, long no it was santa no it was albuquerque okay Sorry. i'll buy that <laughs> they but it was going the from, flights from when santa you're going fe, from yes. like an a to a c you know and yeah. you have to go oh we gotta run around and get on that thing yeah. and so we're running with our bags behind and i trip and i fall down like on the ground Face flat just Face went flat psh. yes and I understand that if you saw it, it would be funny. In in a movie. <laughs> yes. It's going to be in the trailer of the movie, yes. really. And if I saw it, I would be laughing. But I um, wouldn't even in the movie. I'd go, really? Okay. <laughs> That's what you got to resort to? No, I would think it was funny. If I farted, it would be even funnier. But I didn't. If but you I, fell and farted, I'd laugh. <laughs> but I fell down on the ground, and we heard an, a man, a grown man, Laugh. Eight feet away. Laugh. laugh at her falling. Matt's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? What the fuck are you laughing at? Matt goes after the guy. Because it's all building. You give me a fucking chance. Ooh. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even hurt. But I was so happy that he was mad. My man sticking up for me. So the... So the next one, another short one, but oh. you started this one, well, right? Okay, I have a problem where I sometimes don't see lines. <laughs> and I know you're thinking, come on, you just know you're you're just, you know, that's your privilege. And I'm like, no, I just don't Airports see Airports don't much. have logical lines. That's but, the so, other thing. A lot of they time, act like they're logical, but they're not. Oh, so you go there. Times, really? That's 50 people longer than that line. <laughs> a lot of times I don't see lines, so I cut in front of them. And I'm not saying, like, I get it. If you said, hey, you just cut me, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But 
a guy called me a cunt for cutting the line. And <laughs> I don't even know where I don't even know this story. Keep what? going. Or maybe I don't know this part of the story. Keep going. You, he called me a cunt and you're like, what'd you say to my wife? You don't remember okay, that? Keep going. <laughs> These are all running and together now. And I said, now. he called me a cunt. And you were like, I'll fucking kill you. You don't remember this? At Burbank Airport. It's a small airport. No one has ever called anyone a cunt there because it's so great. Yeah, there's nowhere to I'm, run I and hide. I believe I was the first person called a cunt at Burbank Airport, and I feel proud. But so that was just a small one. So you went after that guy. That was. That's, I wouldn't even think of that. I was thinking, thinking about of? the one where the, they refused to tell people that oh, the yeah. airline was delayed for two hours. Yes. And I, somehow we found it out through our phone, I think. Yeah. And then I announced it. <laughs> To our gate, because they was, would. And I was like, they're not going to tell you, but we're delayed for two hours. And Matt literally got up. He's like, we're delayed for two hours, and just everybody should know that. And like, it was like, he was like Norma fucking Ray. He was like, we're delayed, we're delayed. Like, everybody, everybody looks at me like I'm fucking we're crazy. We're delayed. Like, and literally, Woo. no one. And I was like, everybody, tell them. Oh, Wait, I stood up too, and I was like, we're delayed. And the guy, <laughs> remember the guy that was running the counter, the like Southwest employee? He was like, I was like, you need to tell everybody. He's like, oh, we don't know anything yet. And I was like, I know. And he's like, we don't know anything yet. And I was like, I'm going to take your picture. <laughs> I took his picture. I don't know what I'm doing with it. And I took his picture. And I remember, he, and I was, and he's like, you, you give me that camera. And I was like, no, I got your picture. And then That's remember, even better. Give me that. I don't know why. I want that information. Yeah. He was just like, you erase that or something. And I remember I was right next to John Lovett from like Love It and Leave It podcast. And I was like, right, man? I was like, he's like, you know, a, a person fighting for justice. And he was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, stay away from me. All right. So we should tell, this is, this is yeah. the, 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 worst. the entree. <laughs> um, we're going L.A. to Boca. Florida. Yeah, well, there's no uh, airline to Boca Raton, Florida, but we were going to Fort Lauderdale. You're welcome. And, um, and we were going to one of my best friends from, since, like, middle school's wedding. We've been friends forever, and she is finally getting married. Uh, <laughs> judgment. <laughs> I didn't know that was an element of the story, but okay. <laughs> She's finally getting married. She's finally getting married. And so we're on the plane, sitting in coach, and as we do, and I went to like tie my shoe. We were in the seats, and I went to tie my shoe on the ground, and the guy put his seat back in front of me. Really fast. Really fast, and hit me in the head with the tray. And I screamed, Ow! The guy looks back like this. And Rolled then his looks, eyes. And then looks forward. And I was like... <gasps> and then his wife goes, what happened? And he goes, I guess I hit her head or something like that. <laughs> and they both just kind of rolled their eyes. And we're taking off right now for a very long flight. Cross country. Let's go back to air marshals that were mentioned earlier. Because <laughs> that's going through my head right now. The way I remember it was it was random, and you just didn't know. So you never knew, because they were undercover. And I also remember he was reading the Da Vinci Code, and I was like, should I ruin it for him? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? And I was like, it falls apart at the end. But, um... but I'm not going to be the guy that makes the plane turn around, right? I'm not yeah. going to do that. No, because like, you want to get there. As crazy as the previous stories are, I'm never doing anything in the air. I've never done that. No, ever, you ever, haven't. Ever. We've done many things outside the air, but... <laughs> No, in air I'm, we're I'm cool not, as cucumbers I, and also I talked about foreign travel once I go, go past 
USA, I, I shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not going to be in a French jail. No, no, no you would not survive. No, I shut the fuck up. <laughs> in the air, outside a border, I but shut the we fuck up. But we weren't in France. Up. We were going to Fort Lauderdale. But while in the air, I am steaming and a scheming. <laughs> I am fucking pissed. And I'm literally just reading like my Allure magazine. I'm over it at this point. Are you? Yeah. I am not over it. <laughs> I am planning what I'm going to do to this motherfucker when we land. So and we, it's a five and a half hour flight. It so is <laughs> such a long way to steam. <laughs> and this was, I don't even think we had a TV, so there was a lot of steam. Oh no, I didn't need a TV. I had all sorts of revenge movies in my head. <laughs> Falling down, part two. So we finally land, we get to Fort Lauderdale, we're going through like baggage claim. We get our baggage, and all of a sudden, I lose. Like I'm literally walking towards like you know like the car area, and no, I just no, no, lose. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Wait, I lost wait. you. It. Why'd you leave me? Oh, I must not have wanted her to see this. <laughs> okay. I turn this around. I turn around. Now the turns out the guy was a lot shorter than Matt, and so all I see is this of Matt over the guy. Now what are you saying to the guy? Hello, my good gentleman. <laughs> Perhaps there was a misunderstanding, my friend. No, I can't remember. I'll paraphrase because I can't remember. But uh, it was something to, to the effect of how would you like to feel uh, me smack a tray against your face right now? <laughs> and I was trying to th uh, work out in my head, should we go to a parking lot? Uh, should we drive to the next uh, McDonald's and meet? But I wanted to fight this guy. And I was making it clear to him. And we yelled at each other. Like really loud. And, uh, and at this point, I'm on solid ground. I don't give a fuck. And uh, they want to send me back to LA. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so you yell at him, you yell at him, you yell at him. Does he yell back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he comes to meet me with my bag. And I was like, what happened? He was like, oh, I was just yelling at the guy. And I was Indigestion. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. Like, it wasn't like a big shock or anything. I was like, okay, good. Okay. Get through it. So now we're in Florida. We're in Florida, having we a lovely time. We gotta drive to Boca. What's it, half hour away? We have 45 minutes. Huh. And then we get... Story we, over, right? Yeah, Everybody go no, home. We got a wedding. Story's over, right? Right? We're driving 45 minutes away. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Sun nope, up, nope. sun down. Sun up, sun, sun down. up again. Yeah, just like that Fiddler on the Roof song, Sunrise. When sunset. do they have weddings? On Saturdays, right? Yes. So it was uh, Saturday. We go. It's very hot. It's September. You know, not a breeze in the air. Florida. And go to this gorgeous small wedding. Thirty-five small people. Wedding. Tops. Small wedding. Tops. Like twelve rows of chairs. Go in. We're there see, early, I yeah, think. Yeah, we see some old I'm friends. I'm always early. Oh, Aaron. Hey. Good to see you. Yeah, my husband. We just got and married. And I'm like, these people are rich. There's going to be a sweet reception. with. There's going to probably be oysters. oysters and shrimp. We kept talking. We were like, oh, oysters. Oh, man. I'm like, we're by the sea. There's going to be oysters and shrimp and crab and lobster. We go in. The music starts. They start to play it in. Matt and I sit down. There comes the procession. People coming. All of a sudden, they introduce the best man. It is the man who hit me in the head with his tray table. And there's so few people here. And I'm like, oh, Danielle, that's that fucking guy. And I was like, 
get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hold got- on, let's give me a little credit here. I'm not gonna make this about me. No. This is not, I'm not, I don't wanna ruin anybody's wedding. I'm like, I'm gonna run into this guy. I know, and I don't 30 want- people tops. We're gonna be wedding. at the shrimp dip <laughs> together. And it's not one of those things, hey man, sorry about the other day. No, we went way past that. <laughs> And this is his sister's wedding, yeah. right? And I'm like, I'm last on the list. Like, whatever list there was, yeah. I was no, on I, the other side of it. Yes. And so, at so that I'm like, moment... I'm, I'm just leaving. I just gotta leave. I gotta and leave. And I was like, I can't go. It's like, this is friend. my best friend. So I just, I just fucking walk out of the wedding and walk down the street. I start walking. He's just walking through <laughs> Boca, like... <laughs> and then everyone's saying to me, hey, where did Matt go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Just I just saw him. And I said, he got food poisoning from oysters. <laughs> just really bad food poisoning from oysters. So then this whole thing goes around the city. Like, so Matt's gone. Poor and Matt. everyone's like, oh, Matt, he's got food poisoning. My parents call me. I hear Matt has food poisoning. <laughs> Matt has food poisoning. <laughs> All day. Finally, and every time they're like, I just saw him, he seemed fine. I was like, seafood hits quick. (laughs) Seafood hits quick. It's quick, right in the face. (laughs) So finally, like 9.30, Matt's calling me like, "Um, I'm at a bar. (laughs) And I'm watching a game. Oh, yeah, that was a good part. (laughs) (laughs) So we leave, and they didn't know anything. And then I think a few, like, years later. They got a divorce. They got a divorce. No, I don't know. No, oh, my I didn't friend, know there was no, more no, no. to the story. No, 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 there's no more to the story. But my friend, who's that was her brother-in-law, he got divorced from his wife. So oh, that goes to show you those two people on the plane in front of us no longer together. All right, and I don't know what the moral of the story is, but we're perfect for each other, yeah. maybe. Thank you guys. Thank that you was guys fun. So much. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Uh, Naomi, do you remember, speaking of Julie Glauser, which we <laughs> mentioned briefly yep, uh, about yep. half an hour ago, <laughs> um, you wrote on the first season of Difficult People. I did. I did serve in a consulting capacity, just really petite. You know what I mean? Which was produced by Amy Poehler. Yes, indeed. And at the uh, the premiere for it, yeah. uh, we were talking to her. By the way, when I say we were talking to her, it's not like we were having a full-fledged conversation. We were just near her, and we were like very timid because yeah. you know, she has created so many things that we enjoy. So, but we were like chatting with her, and we were like, mentioned how we met at UCB. And right. she, had, she loves 
you know, how many couples have met, how many babies have been produced. Yes, I know. She's just, like, you see me couples. And I kept being like, I was like, you want to pay for the wedding? You know what I mean? Because I am <laughs> shameless. I have no boundaries. <laughs> um, but this next duo, this next set is another UCB couple. You guys, this set is from Paul Downs and Lucia and Yellow. They are writers, actors, directors. You know Paul and Lucia for their work on Broad City, the movie Rough Night. Lucia also directed several episodes of the show Nora from Queens on Comedy Central and the upcoming Babysitter's Club TV show. So what I'm saying is, Ooh. it's another power couple. And of course you remember them from this show. Roll it! Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. So yeah, we are a real couple. Yeah. That's a reveal for some of you. Yeah. <laughs> 13 years. 13 years. Can you believe it? Thank you. Wow. Are there couples in the crowd tonight? Yeah, that's nice. This is nice. This is like a nice family couple yeah. I think it's nice to connect Let's like that. Let's kick it up a... Kick it up a notch? Yeah. You guys, you guys want to connect some, some more? Is that cool? Okay. All right. So everybody in the crowd, if you're with your partner, great. If you're not, even better. Okay? <laughs> Whoever you're sitting next to is now your partner. Okay? Make eye contact. On the count of three... The person on the left, uh, you're gonna whisper into the ear of the person on the right. She's already shaking her head no. <laughs> just it's, painless, it's painless and fun. It's painless and fun, just commit. You're gonna whisper into the ear of your partner, I love being at a live podcast with you. Okay, one, two, three. I love being at a live podcast with you. Beautiful, beautiful, that felt beautiful. Good. Good, feels good. Okay, now on the count of three, your partner's going to respond with a whisper, yes. And when we laugh together, I feel connected. Okay, one, two, three. Yes, and when we laugh together, I feel connected. Beautiful. Now, on the count of three, you're going to lean in and you're going to kiss with tongue. One, two, three. Okay, yes. beautiful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much for doing that. That was cool. That was really cool. <sighs> yeah. I hope that was your, your first kiss, and then one day you could say, our first kiss, we saw Paul and Lucia live, and they'll go, who? You know? <laughs> That'll be really cool. That'll be Great fun. story. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so we did wipe down the mics. No yep. offense, you guys. You know, everybody's scared about corona. <sighs> yep. But we're kind of looking forward to the quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. That sounds fun. I, we really want to stay home and just be on the couch together. It's one of our favorite yeah. things. Write an indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we just discovered, this is embarrassing, but truly 33 seasons in, we have discovered The Amazing Race. Just got into it. Just found truly out. Truly three weeks ago, we started 7, watching. 7,000 Emmys in. We're like, hmm. Is this good? This it is, is good. really, it's, really good. it's amazing. It's amazing. It deserves all the awards. <laughs> Um, and sometimes now we're like, could we do that? Could we survive? <laughs> you know, because they put couples on there. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun fighting and drama. Uh -huh. And I think we'd be really good. I think, I think we'd be good at the strategy, at the, you're very good at directions, I'm bad at it. Uh, yeah, Physical in terms challenge. of like where to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not in terms of like instructions. I'm bad at that too. No. <laughs> well, I'm kind of bad at that. Yeah. But the thing that's scariest <laughs> is like the, um, the helicopter rides. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'd be like, no, I'm out. I'm out. It looks gorgeous. Can't do it. Or a lot of these like airlines you've never heard of that definitely have planes that go missing. Yeah. You know, you there's know, a I'm lot just, of like, those. Name the number of them. You know, that's a missing plane. Yeah, I need a name NK brand plane. Thirty nine. Mm, that's yeah, going down. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Otherwise, though, we'd be good. Oh, we'd yeah. be good if we could just do only United. We're a United family. <laughs> we are. We are. Embarrassed yeah. to say it, but we are. I'm proud. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah. But yeah, I'd like to be home. I like. I feel like. I don't okay, know. Like so you got this, every, is, this is the funny thing about Lucia. Okay. Lucia thinks everything is listening. Well, right? it is. Our phones are listening. Like TVs are listening. Yes. Um, sorry, that's my jacket. Am I? Is that okay? Great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> TV. Everything is listening. Honestly, like there's smart refrigerators now. Like everything yep. is listening, and you know the Instagram ads. Honestly, you think it. It's there. It is very. It is very weird how often that happens. You say someone's name, and then they're the first in your feed. Yeah. Those of you who are on Instagram, it's a social media platform. <laughs> Um, but uh, but what Lucia will do because she's like it saves time googling is she will yell things she wants to see <laughs> into devices in our house instead of googling it if I'm saying it out loud it's basically the same it's so she'll be like huggy hoop feet. earrings into the TV because <laughs> she's like then I'll just see them in my you know it'll just be in my targeted ads yeah but the other day I heard her yelling send donuts <laughs> I'm a stoner. I'm a stoner. And I've saved, actually, I, I, I haven't I've yet to, donuts have yet to arrive, but I do feel like, I feel like being a stoner with technology has actually been great because I'll get really high and like put a bunch of stuff in an online cart and like forget and just never buy it. It saves you a lot of money being a stoner. Yeah, that's true. A great part of my life. That's true. Our anniversary, actually, mm -hmm. um, has to do with being a stoner. Yeah. Because we were at a party in New York. New York City. How long ago? This is, <laughs> wow, Manhattan, wow. Yeah, we know Brooklyn's hip, but we were in Manhattan, okay? <laughs> Where things used to go down. Suzanne Barr style, you know? <laughs> David Barton style, anyway. That makes it sound like we are truly... 70, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 this was uh, 2012. Um, yeah. So... No, no. This uh, was okay, I know. I'm trying to update us. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah. So it's 2012, 13 years ago. Sure. Um, <laughs> this podcast is coming to you live, 2026. Um, yeah. Save it, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please save it. Don't don't release. Um, yeah. So we were at this party. Yeah. And Lucia was really stoned. Yes. And I happen to have a car yes. in the city. That's a brag, but I'm a Jersey boy. It's not. It's not really a brag. I'm a Jersey boy. Um, New you Jersey. Know Jersey boys and their cars. <laughs> I, I, it was just close. It was just close. I thought I could handle it. You can't really, because you have to alternate side it every other freaking day. It, it, I got. It was impounded more times than I wanted. So anyway, this was probably the last month I had this car in the mm. city, but I was driving. Yes. And I was sober, but I ate a pot cookie. So I said, okay, we have to leave now. Uh -huh. If I'm gonna drive home, I have like 20, 30 minutes before I get too stoned to drive. That's unsafe. Okay. <laughs> So we get into the car, totally sober. Well, you are, yeah. Truly crumbs of the pot cookie still in my mouth. I was sober, okay? It doesn't happen that fast. And I am immediately pulled over. Because they thought people were drinking at this party. But they said, you know, oh, we saw that you had um, expired tags on your license, or on your plates. And so I gave them my license, my registration. And we sat there, and I was like, I hope they uh, give me this ticket soon, because <laughs> got about 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, be chill, babe, be chill. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be chill. First cops of all, are chill. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, cops were not yeah. chill. <laughs> so she's, in fact, making jokes, and she's like, wow, if you get stoned, they'll probably bring you to jail. And if you, get, if you go to jail, I wonder if you'll lose weight because it's so stressful. <laughs> there was a, she was saying crazy I was stonery. Fun with, I was pitching on it, you know? <laughs> What's a fun set piece in jail for you? <laughs> so... Um, about five minutes later, another cop car pulls up. Yeah. 
and I'm getting nervous, and my heart is beating, and my metabolism is moving quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, they gotta do this, what's going on? And then I was like, oh my God, do they wanna chase? <laughs> do they wanna chase or do they want me to run? They want me to run. They wanna chase. I'm not gonna run, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> then another cop car yes. pulls up. I think there's four at this point. So I'm like, okay, uh, I just gotta stay sober because wow, this would be bad. Um, and then the cop comes over to the car, and he says, um, do you remember getting a, a, a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt a couple years earlier? And I was like, yes, I remember getting it. He said, well, I don't think you ever paid it. And I said, well, I bet I did. <laughs> Cops I, love attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, oh, did you? It wasn't attitude. I just was like, look, I, I probably did because don't you like usually send late notices and stuff? I never got one. <laughs> Nobody followed up. <laughs> Nobody followed up with me. Uh, and he said, well, do you still live in North Carolina, which is where I went to college? And I said, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he said, well, that's where they sent the late notice and then the warrant for your arrest up out of the vehicle. Yeah. Yes. But because I was sober and it was only because I hadn't worn a seatbelt, I was so relieved. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Truly. So I get out of the car. Yeah. They handcuff me. They tell Lucia, they ask Lucia, first of all, if she can drive. I'm like, hell yeah, dog. <laughs> She's so stoned. Literally. I'm they, like, this they is... fully were like, oh, okay, here's, here's Yeah, the they were like, here's the keys, great. <laughs> um, and then they said to her, take his valuables. So she, she took my watch and my wallet and my cell phone, and I'm handcuffed, and there's like truly 15 police. Yeah, a lot. I, I, they thought I was going to run, I don't know. <laughs> um, and I said, oh, I... I can't call you. Because I had to take his cell phone. And she said, well, just call me from a payphone or something. And I said, well, I don't know your number. And I literally said, you don't know my number? I'm handcuffed, and she screams, you don't know my number? Okay. All these cops were like, oh, no. <laughs> well, we should part let of you go. My, honestly, part of my thing was like, make, make them feel bad for you. Make yeah, right. You, yeah, right. you were annoyed that I didn't know your number. I I didn't know your number. Well, it, that's the thing. <laughs> but at the time, she's not thinking, well, nobody knows anyone's numbers. Yeah. So anyway, I learned it in two seconds. Yes. And then and as I was getting fingerprinted, mm -hmm. I got so high. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. No. It was horrible. He My mugshot is like, it's like the emoji. It's like very bad. You can Google it. I'm sure it's online. Yeah. Um, but then wearing, tell me I what was, you were wearing. Uh, well, so I'm wearing <laughs> skinny jeans before they were popular. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to brag, but it was they're women's jeans. Women's jeans <laughs> and like a cashmere sweatshirt or, or a sweater. And I was like, um, can I please not be in a group cell? <laughs> and they were like, No, you are going to be in a group cell, and they're going to love you. Yeah. Yes, it was very scary. So Lucia came. Yes, I, mean, I, I came to the to the jail and I had a backpack on, you know, with weed in it. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. And I walk in. How she <laughs> I drove the car in. there. I drove the car there. I mean, this woman, it's like she falls backwards I also, at the luck. time, I needed glasses to drive, didn't bring my glasses to a party. High, cannot see. <laughs> Carrying weed like a, like a dealer yeah. into a police station. And I'm like... I I'm, meanwhile, in skinny jeans in a group cell. I see uh, the guy who would be your cellmate go in oh, behind geez. him. So you know Dog the Bounty Hunter? <laughs> it was him. 
<laughs> Except he was red in the face from being maced. And he was screaming, I didn't fucking rape her! Yeah. And I know that that was the guy that was on the one way of, to the One of the many. There was a very packed cell. You had to find a seat fast. There wasn't a lot of seating. Yeah. So I went up to the guy who was at the desk, and I was like, um, so this guy, we just started dating. <laughs> it's going good. Actually, it's been like a year of like what's going on, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was gray area. It was gray area. <laughs> That's right. It's not a judgment on you. It's not a judgment on me. <laughs> it's not a judgment on me. Okay, anyway. So I'm like, this guy and I, we're freaking taking prof classes together. And what do I have to do to get him out? And the guy says, well, I get off my shift in 20 minutes. We could figure something out. Yes, yes. And I was like, That's never a gas mind. <laughs> and I walked and I left and I did not try anything else. I was like, okay, never mind, bye. But I, um, that night I had, you know, I could only call, I had one phone call and it was to Lucia. Yes. Where I was so stoned, I just, it was like, daddy's in the clink. You know? Because <laughs> he was really, was like, he just, was really, really high. Just doing bits. <laughs> just doing bits the whole time. But my only phone call was to Lucia and Lucia, as you heard, almost gave her body myself. to the law to get me out. So we realized that night that this was pretty serious. Yeah, and that that is the story of our anniversary. And we're getting married uh, this year. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I think that's our time. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys. Okay. Thanks, bye. Oh my God, what I a, love. What a journey. I hope we've entertained you. I hope, I hope we've taken your minds off of, this was the first show, it's funny, when Paul and Lucia came on stage, they uh, put Purello over the mics. This right. was the first show, live show, where people were just like, oh, is shit getting real? Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, it was funny because I had just come back from New York, I think that Wednesday or Thursday, knowing we had a show that Saturday. Yeah. And so I had just been in New York where I was like, Andy, this shit is real. And then it kind of made its way Andy, to LA. Go to, go to Target and get supplies. I literally sent him, like, while I was in New York, I texted him being like, I need you to go to Target and get the following necessities. Because you know I ain't playing, honey. I ain't playing up here. Because I don't even get it. Because, honey, if there was a zombie apocalypse, I would be the first to know. Okay? I'm up in here being like, don't come near me with your milky eyes. <laughs> so, that's that on that. Uh, milky eyes mender. It's a Joanna Newsom <laughs> reference. For a Joanna Newsom reference? You know I don't know. Uh, so, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope we were able to make you laugh. And maybe make you cry. We'll see you next week. And you guys, we're coming up on our 100th episode. So, you know it's going to be a good time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. The Baller Alert Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, Don't you ever forget. Only cover the latest in entertainment, but we're bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Bother Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So, like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play a 
yourself. Join the conversation today. Head on over to the Ball Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons. Join me, Sue Solo. And it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Ball Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. (laughs) And we're very confident. (laughs) We wanted to combine Boz's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time, but it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes, and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows.